We're on Yavamos Chav Gimel Amar Aleph, right at the top on 23A1 in the Art Scroll Gemara. We are in the middle of a discussion about Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, his position as there was a machlokas, there was a dispute between the Tanakama, the first opinion of the Rabbanon, and Rabbi Yossi ben Yehuda about the case where uh, a person has sexual relations with their sister, with their half-sister, who is uh, a, a half-sister through uh, sharing a father, uh, but they don't share the same mother. That The first opinion said that since there are two different verses that discuss this issue, there are one violates two different prohibitions, two different negative commandments. Rabbi Yossi ben Yehuda says, no, it's all the same negative commandment. One violates one single negative commandment. So the Gemara asked, well, if that's the case, so then why do we have two different verses? Why do we have two different psukim that discuss one negative commandment? Why is there an extra one? Why does it add, Bas Eishas Avicha, the daughter of your father's wife? And it's discussing a case, it's clear from the Gemara, that it's discussing a case where you share the same father. It's not a stepsister, but it is a half-sister. And so why do we have that uh, added uh, phrase and that added uh, c- commandment if it's really all one negative commandment. And so the Gemara explained that the reason why we have it is to teach us that if her mother, if the sister's mother is not Jewish, which makes her not Jewish, so then there's a prohibition to marry somebody who's not Jewish. Uh, but there, we do not have a second prohibition. It's not viewed as though you have violated the prohibition to have... Uh, sexual relations or to marry your sister. It doesn't fall under being your sister if she is not Jewish. So the Gemara now asks, going back to the going to the top of Chavgimah and Aleph, the Gemara asks, who said that it's coming to exclude only someone that is not Jewish? Maybe it's coming to exclude others as well. Maybe it's coming to exclude the following situation. A situation where uh, your father, after you're born, so then your father marries somebody, but there is a negative commandment to marry them. So, for example, let's say they, the father who is a Jew marries a mamzeris, a woman who is a mamzer. That is a violation of an ordinary negative commandment. Maybe that's no longer viewed as being his wife, right? The phrase in the Torah is, Bas the daughter of your father's wife. Maybe that's not your father's wife, meaning maybe it's not even, as Rashi explains, Maybe it's not even viewed as though they are halakhically legally married, which we've pointed out in the past. They are viewed, according to the majority opinion, they are viewed as halakhically married if they violate, if the marriage, which is in violation of a regular, ordinary negative commandment. But the Gemara is asking here, maybe that's not true. Maybe if the father marries somebody who's a mamzer or other cases, uh, which, is, which are also ordinary negative commandments, like a Kohen marrying a divorcee, uh, so then in, in all those cases, it's a violation of a negative commandment. Maybe they're not halakhically viewed as married. And if they're not halakhically viewed as married, so then maybe the daughter that they have is not viewed as halakhically as your sister with regards to the prohibition not to have sexual relations with your sister. Maybe that, that doesn't exist. Maybe that's, that prohibition doesn't exist. And it's coming to include this case. Not just a case where your, your half-sister is not Jewish, but even in the case where your half-sister is the child of this uh, forbidden relationship, and it's not just a forbidden relationship, but it, perhaps it's not even viewed as though they are 
marry? That's the question of the Gemara. It's just important to point out that it's, it, I find this to be very interesting that the whether or not there's a prohibition to marry or to have sexual relations with your sister is not purely about a being a blood relative. It's not about being a blood relative that they share the same DNA. It, it Ultimately, from the fact that they have this whole discussion, it seems to be that part of the prohibition is also dependent upon the family structure, that it has to have a certain type of a family structure where A, the mother has to be Jewish. B, there's, there's a suggestion here, uh, at least even in the suggestion stage, there's a suggestion that there's no prohibition to your sister if she's the child of a prohibitive marriage or it's not even halakhically viewed as a marriage, uh, potentially. And so the prohibition to marry your sister is not purely one of a prohibition based on DNA, but it's also really based on the family structure. Okay, so the Gemara has to reject this. The Gemara, the Gemara will reject this and say that, no, we could prove to you that when it comes to ordinary negative commandments, they are viewed as married. Don't say that they are not viewed as married. They are viewed as married. How do we know that? How do we know that they're viewed as married? Again, this is the majority opinion. There is there is the opinion of Rabbi Kiva. There's one opinion that says that they are not married. Anytime they were to attempt to get married, it's not halakhically valid as a marriage. Uh, but the majority opinion is that when it comes to an ordinary negative commandment, they are viewed as halakhically married. Even though it's forbidden, it's still viewed as an halakhically, accept, halakhically valid and legal marriage. But it's a prohibition. So how do we know this? What's the proof to this? Amr of Papa, of Papa says, When it comes to a regular, ordinary negative commandment, it's viewed as though they're married. If they were to attempt to get married, it would be viewed as married and they would require a divorce document. They would have to get divorced. How do I know this? Because the verse says, in a very different context, the verse says with regards to uh, and laws of inheritance uh, and the Bechor, the firstborn, it, but the verse says, When a person has two wives, and one of the wives he loves, one of the wives he hates. So the Gemara says, The law is, the point of the Pasuk is to tell us that one wife he loves, one wife he hates. And nevertheless, even if the firstborn is from the wife that he hates, so that firstborn still gets the privileges of the firstborn with regards to the laws of inheritance of Yerusha. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. What are we thinking? Just because he personally, the husband slash father, he doesn't like one of his wives. He likes the other wife. That's that's why we would think that uh, the Bechor, the, the firstborn, wouldn't get certain privileges. Who cares? In front of Hashem, they're all loved. Hashem loves all of them. Who cares? And the laws of inheritance have to do with how Hashem created a certain system. So what's the difference whether or not the husband slash father likes his wife or doesn't like his wife? So they can't mean that with regards to the husband, he likes or doesn't like his wife. Ella ahuva ahuva benisueha, sunua sunua benisueha. What it means is that, what does it mean love or to, or to hate? It means, is this something which the Torah loves or the Torah does not love? The Torah loves a marriage which is halakhically acceptable. The Torah does not love, the Torah hates a marriage which is not halakhically acceptable. A marriage, for example, of a, a negative commandment for a Jew to marry a mamzer, for example. And so, he is now married, the Pasuk says, when he's married to both of these women. So we see from here that it's viewed as a halachic marriage, even though we do not like it. The Torah doesn't like it because it's it's usher, it's not allowed. But still, it's still viewed as though they are halachically married. The Pasuk says, when they are married. So they are viewed as halachically married, 
even though for one of the wives, the snua, it, we don't like this marriage because it's forbidden. It's a forbidden marriage. And the Pasuk says, still, nevertheless, if the child is the Bechor, is the firstborn, the firstborn still gets the, the privileges of the firstborn with regards to the laws of inheritance. So the Gemara proves that, do not tell me that when it comes to ordinary negative commandments, that that uh, the marriage is not viewed as a, a halakhically valid marriage. No, it is a halakhically valid marriage. Once it's viewed as a halakhically valid marriage, so then certainly, if they were to have a, a, a daughter, so then the half-brother and half-sister would be forbidden to each other because it's a halakhically valid marriage. Just parenthetically, Tosus asks, when it comes to the Pasuk, the verse which says that a person's married to somebody he loves, somebody he hates, so the Gemara concludes it must be referring to a case where the Torah says that it's forbidden, it's a forbidden marriage, and the Torah says it's an acceptable marriage. So Tosus asks, why can't we explain it differently? There are certain people who the Torah, where the Torah says that there's actually an obligation to not like them. If it's somebody, for example, who is anti the Torah, they go against the Torah, they go against the Lacha, they are rebellious towards the Torah, that one is not supposed uh, to like them. So maybe that's what it's referring to, that he's married to somebody who goes against the Torah. And so Tosa's answer is, he answers a technical point and he says that no, it must be having to do with the context of the marriage. It can't be, we're not discussing hating versus loving with regards to a broader issue about whether or not they are rebellious towards the Torah or not. But, the, but what comes out of this Tosvos is that there is this idea that if, uh, if a person is rebellious towards the Torah, so then there's a mitzvah not to like them. The Chavetz Chaim points out that what, that what this means, and it's very important uh, to clarify this, that what this means is that in your heart, you have to not like their position. Their position, you have to really, really not like. You should have to hate their position, that they are rebellious against the Torah. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be nice to them. You still have to be nice to them. You still have to act nicely to, towards them as long as they, uh, as long as they, they continue uh, to believe, the Chavetz Chaim says. They still have to believe in God. And then there's this higher level of love that one has towards our brethren. We have to have this higher level of love and that we still have to be nice uh, towards them. But inside, uh, we can hate their position. We can be against their position. Okay, the Gemara continues and it says, Okay, so it's not coming to exclude. Again, going back, the, the broader issue here is that the verse says, that there's a prohibition to marry the your father's wife's daughter, which is really not a stepdaughter, but a half-daughter. You have the same, you share the same father. But the point is, is that the verse refers to it as though within the context of a marriage. The Gemara said that that's coming to exclude a case where the wife is not Jewish because that's not a that's not a marriage, and therefore the sister is not Jewish, the daughter slash sister is not Jewish. Now the Gemara is going to just like the Gemara a minute ago suggested maybe it's also referring to a different scenario. The Gemara now asks maybe it's also referring to a different type of a scenario. The maybe it's not just referring to a case where the wife slash mother is not Jewish. Maybe it's talking about a case where the marriage wasn't just an ordinary negative commandment, but it was a chiyav karis. It's one of the cases where there's a chiyav karis, where it's a very severe negative prohibition to marry, let's say, a relative, a very immediate relative. So let's say the father married a very close relative, where the punishment is karis, a very severe punishment, in which case we say that it's not viewed as a halakhically valid marriage. So maybe because it's not viewed as a halakhically valid marriage, so therefore the daughter that comes out of that marriage, which is not really a marriage, so then there's no prohibition to marry that 
sister because it's not really your sister. It's not really a half-sister if it's the child of a marriage where it's not a halakhically acceptable, it's not, not just acceptable, but it's not a halakhically legal marriage, uh, which is very different than an ordinary negative commandment. An ordinary negative commandment, as we just mentioned, is a halakhically legal marriage. When it comes to a negative commandment with the punishment of kares, a very severe punishment, then it is not viewed as a legal marriage. So then maybe the daughter is not just, the daughter, the case is not just the case of a daughter who uh, whose mother is not Jewish, but maybe it's also the daughter of such a marriage, such a um, severe marriage, severe prohibition. Amar Ravas, the Ravas says, no, it's not referring to that. Amar Krav, the verse says, Er basachoscha basavicho basimecha, moledis bias moledis chutz. The verse says that you're prohibited to your sister when it's a case where whether she's born inside the home or born to a home which is outside. There's a home inside, there's a home outside. What does that mean? So Rav explains. The verse is telling us that it's still your sister whether or not we tell the father, send her out. Whether or not we tell the father, send her out because it's it's a, it's a, a marriage which there's a prohibition to remain married to each other, or just to remain to be with each other, even if it's not halakhically legal marriage. In either scenario, whether we say you could remain married because uh, there's no prohibition, or whether we tell you that you have to leave, you have to leave her because there is a prohibition, in either case, she's still referred to as your sister. So we see from here uh, that uh, we see from here that it's not coming to include a case where the parents have this severe prohibition to, to marry each other. The Gemara says, well, maybe it's referring to the case of, of the non-Jewish mother. Maybe the verse is telling us that whether or not you're supposed to remain married to each other is coming to include a case where your mother is not Jewish and you're still prohibited to your sister. Maybe that's what it's coming to include. That it's say that there still is a prohibition to marry a sister. So the Gemara says, no, Amar Kra, we have two verses. We have the verse that we started off with, the daughter of your father's wife. That it's specifically referring to uh, the daughter of your father's wife, a non-Jew, cannot be married to your father. And so therefore it's coming to say that you are not prohibited to marry your sister as your sister because she's not Jewish. You can't marry her anyways because she's not Jewish. But as your sister, there's no prohibition. Because the, the mother was not allowed to marry the father. But the Gemara ends up saying, the Gemara says, I don't understand. We have two contradictory verses here. One verse says that even if we tell you that you have to leave because there's a prohibition here, uh, so then even if you have to leave, it's still viewed as your sister. If they have a daughter, it's still be viewed as your sister and there's a prohibition. We have another verse which says, which says that it's only viewed halakhically as your sister with regards to uh, the prohibition to marry your sister if it's within the context of a marriage which is is acceptable. So which one is it? We have one verse which says that even if the marriage is not acceptable, is not is not allowed. It, the, if they have a daughter, it's still viewed as, it is viewed as your sister. There is a prohibition to marry her. We have another verse which says that no, if it's not allowed, so then it's not viewed as your sister. There is no prohibition to marry her. So how do you know? The Gemara asks, how do we know that? Uh, the prohibition goes on when the case where the mother's not Jewish, but meaning there is no pro, sorry, there is no prohibition when the mother's not Jewish, but there is a prohibition when the mother and father are married when there's a very severe prohibition. How do we know? Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's your sister even 
when the mother is not Jewish, but it's not your sister when uh, the marriage was a very severe prohibition of Kharis. How do we know? How do we know how to say which in which direction? So the Gemara answers. The Gemara says that it makes sense that when the marriage is based off, if there's a prohibition for them to get married because it's a severe prohibition, it's one of the arayos, it's incest. Over there, it makes sense that the daughter will at least have a prohibition. The half-brother and the half-sister will have a prohibition to marry each other because at least the parents, they can at least marry somebody else it's true, they can't get married to each other, but they can marry somebody else who's Jewish. There's a prohibition for them to marry each other, but at least they can marry somebody who's Jewish. The non-Jew can't marry anybody who's Jewish. And so therefore it makes sense that if we had to pick between the two, and essentially we are picking between the two, if we had to pick between the two and say which one would the daughter be prohibited as a half-brother, half-sister, we would say it's the one where there's a prohibition, where they're, they're not allowed to remain married because it's a severe prohibition, but at least they can marry somebody else who's Jewish. The Gemara says, wait a minute. No, we should say just the opposite. We should say, no, the non-Jewish mother is really better. Because that perhaps is even a closer relationship. Why? Because that non-Jewish mother, she could convert. And if she converts, so then she's Jewish. And then she can even marry her actual husband. Not just anybody else who's Jewish, but she could actually marry her husband. The one that she attempted to marry. And so maybe the daughter of that relationship, even before she converts, and even if she doesn't convert, but at least since she has the potential to convert, uh, so then maybe uh, we should say that that daughter is a, is a half-sister and there's a prohibition in that case, but not in the case of the kariks, of the marriage where it's a severe prohibition. So the Gemara answers that and says a very fundamental point that we had also in last week's recording, No. Because when she converts, it's true she could convert, but when she converts, she's like a new person. Like what we had last week. When she converts, she's a new person. Since, since she's a new person, if she were to go ahead after she converts and marries the, the same husband that she attempted to marry when she wasn't Jewish, it's not like she's the same person. She's a totally new person who's having a new marriage, new person, uh, a new type of a marriage, and it doesn't even connect to her attempt to marry the Jew when she wasn't Jewish at all. And so therefore, we cannot say that it's a very close type of a relationship where the daughter would have a prohibition to marry her half-brother. But the conclusion is, if the, pro- the marriage is one of kares, one with a severe prohibition, and they would have a daughter, so then we would not say that there's a prohibition for the half-brother to marry the half-sister, which is very interesting. Like we mentioned, we'll conclude with this, it's very interesting that even though blood relatives, you're a half-brother, you're a half-sister. If it's a normal half-brother, half-sister, without any prohibitions, we would say that there is a prohibition. But because specifically over here, the context is where your half-sister is the child of a very severe prohibition, uh, we will say we, we will say that there still is a prohibition. We thought not that way, but we'll say that there is a prohibition. But when it's a non-Jew, we'll say that uh, when your mother, the mother's not Jewish, we'll say that there is no prohibition because we care more also about the family structure, not just about being uh, blood relatives. Okay, we will conclude here and we'll continue with the Gemara in the next recording.